Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. So uh, just a heads up, if you are driving, you're already sitting down, but you may want to, I don't know, pull over just because I don't want to startle you. I'm not going to give you a spoiler. No, I'm. but this is startling information. If you are standing up, you may want to sit down. If you're sitting down, you may want to stand up. I don't know, whatever your preference is, but hold on to your butts. The four, yeah, the four Sunday morning news shows. Does anybody watch those? Anyway, but the four Sunday morning news shows that historically recap the biggest political news stories of the week avoided the Devin Archer testimony. I'm as shocked as you are. See, aren't you glad I told you to pull over? You could have had an accident. So crazy and outrageous and amazing is this information that all four of the Sunday morning news shows on uh, CNN and MSNBC, NBC, whatever, CBS, ABC, they all ignored it. Archer, Devin Archer, is the, uh, you know, the longtime friend and, and business associate of Hunter Biden, and he offered his testimony to the House Oversight Committee. And this was last Monday, so over a week ago. And during that testimony, he said that Hunter Biden put his dad on speakerphone during business meetings at least 20 times. And that executives from Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company that both Joe Bi- or sorry, both Hunter Biden and Devin Archer were hired as board members on, that um, they called D.C. That was his term, called D.C., The Burisma people called D.C. to get the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the company fired. Something uh, something that uh, the president, Joe Biden, famously bragged about on video in 2018. What's amazing to me is how the reporting on all of this still somehow or another manages to include this line from Democrats that there's no evidence linking, uh, linking Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's business dealings. You know, he, he never did anything. He never got paid. There was no, no quid pro quo. There was no influence that Joe exerted or didn't exert, because that's kind of how the racket works. Right? You either do something or you don't do something, right, in order to, to help out the party that you've taken the bribe from. And so when the Ukrainian energy company, quote, calls D.C., who are they calling? Is that Hunter Biden? Is he living in Washington, D.C. at the time? Is Hunter Biden D.C.? No. Hunter Biden is the conduit. The calling D.C. component is to call Joe Biden, who was, you know, riding shotgun on the Ukrainian corruption issue. I do wonder, I would love to hear, you know, uh, uh, Barack Obama, somebody questioning Barack Obama. I would love to hear 
somebody asked the former president, because he was president at the time, and he was the one that put old Joe, Sheriff Joe, put him in charge of not just solving cancer, but also to, I think, did he get, was he in charge of the border? No, it was just, just solving, just curing cancer, right. Um, there was that, and, um, oh, no, I think he also came in to help clean up the uh, Obamacare website. Was that his, was he supposed to do that too? Regardless. Barack Obama put Joe Biden in charge of the Ukrainian stuff. Now, I'm wondering, was that at Joe's request? Was that Joe's idea? Did Joe say, hey, you know, that you that Ukraine country, that you know, they're all kinds of corrupt. You know what? I should I should really run point on this. I have a unique relationship with the Ukrainian peoples. Yeah, my son is getting paid like tens of thousands of dollars a month to sit on the board of one of their energy companies, which, by the way, uh, is is so corrupt that we need the prosecutor fired. The prosecutor who is so corrupt that he seized assets of the Burisma CEO, right, that guy. And we're supposed to believe that that was him not investigating. When you seize assets, that's you not investigating or something. That's also part of this narrative that we're supposed to still believe. But there's no evidence linking Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's business dealings, even though we've got Devin Archer talking about the 20 phone calls that were made to Joe Biden. And you've got Burisma talking about, hey, we should call D.C. to get that prosecutor fired. According to Grabian, which pulls transcripts and sound bites, uh, Tom Elliott's enterprise, uh, Grabian shows that none of the Sunday morning newscasts that aired on CNN, ABC, CBS, and NBC made any mention of the Archer testimony, but some of them did mention the Hunter Biden controversies. See, so they totally covered it. What are you talking about? Joseph Wolfson at foxnews.com. Come now. They talked about it. By not talking about it directly, but merely mentioning Hunter Biden and how much his dad loves him. Obviously, that's what everybody can discern about Devin Archer from all of this, right? Duh. On NBC's Meet the Press, anchor Chuck Todd mentioned Hunter Biden during an interview with Representative Jamie Raskin, which really wasn't an interview. It was more like, a, hey, how's it going, old buddy chum friend of mine, old pal? Jamie Raskin, Democrat from Maryland. This was how it was framed, though, was that um, how Hunter Biden's going to be used by Republicans as a whataboutism. So like a political strategy question. You know, the Republicans, they're looking to pounce. I dare say some seizing might be in order. Because remember, journalism in rule number two is that when the scandal is about a Republican, the story is the scandal. And when the scandal is about a Democrat or involves a Democrat, well, then the story is the Republican reaction to the scandal. And this is the narrative that is now being developed. This is the approach. This is journalism in rule number two. And so we're going to look at the way Republicans are responding to the scandal. And, oh, my gosh, they're totally going to use it against Joe Biden. He just loves his son. He just loves him. Just leave Joe alone. <sighs> so CBS has faced the nation. They had a fill-in anchor, Major Garrett. No rank, actually. 
Uh, that's his first name. Major Garrett asked uh, the former attorney general, Bill Barr, whether he should have appointed a special counsel to oversee the Hunter Biden probe. Ew. On ABC's This Week, Republican presidential candidate Doug Burgum. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just funny. He's a Republican presidential candidate. Oh, he, hey, I don't know. Maybe he's the dark horse. It's possible. Maybe he's building the, would that be Bergamentum? Maybe he's building, or maybe Doug Bentum. Anyway, he shamed George Stephanopoulos, who, by the way, worked for the Clinton White House, right? He shamed George Stephanopoulos for not having mentioned Hunter Biden on his program during a contentious interview. So that's the only way it got mentioned on his program. <laughs> Somebody said, hey, how come you haven't mentioned it? <laughs> that's ABC. ABC had previously offered, uh, let me see here, oh yeah, zero on-air coverage of the IRS whistleblowers who had alleged misconduct in the Department of Justice's handling of the Hunter Biden probe. So this is kind of on-brand for them. This is completely uh, par for the course for ABC. Now over at CNN, the State of the Union, which was anchored by Dana Bash, they um, they ignored it altogether. Okay, so there you go. That was how they covered or didn't the Devin Archer testimony. CNN, uh, CNN and MSNBC. It should be noted here and is noted by Fox News's Joseph Wolfson. CNN and MSNBC aired every congressional hearing pertaining to Russiagate during the Trump years. Every one of them. They did not cover the IRS whistleblower testimony live as it occurred on Capitol Hill. President Biden, who rarely grants interviews, was not asked about his scandal-plagued son during a recent sit-down interview with MSNBC's Nicole Wallace or CNN's Fareed Zakaria. Do you think that they had to ask Fareed and Nicole not to ask about it? Or do you think it was just understood? What do you think? All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items. From modern tactical gear to historical collectibles, Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. So this is funny. Not like funny haha, but funny irony hoisted on your own petard. 2,000 miles away from the southern tip of Texas, Sanctuary State, Taxachusetts, is the latest to declare a state of emergency for its inability to respond to thousands of immigrants who have arrived after being released from federal custody at the U.S.-Mexico border. The governor, Maura Healy, has declared emergency over 20,000 immigrants in shelters, dorms, hotels, etc. across the state, saying, quote, this is a national issue. Yeah, welcome to the party, pal. To quote John McClane in a famous Christmas movie. Alrighty, so 
Uh, Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, last week he goes to a House committee, the uh, House Oversight and Accountability Committee, the HOAC, or as I call it, the HOAC. And he tells the HOAC that, wow, that's almost HOA. Oh, it's the HOA committee. Oh, that's what I'm calling it from now on. The HOA committee, House Oversight and Accountability Committee. So he goes to the the HOA committee, and um, he says that Vice President Joe Biden, at the time, communicated more than 20 times, either in person or on speakerphone, with Hunter Biden's business associates. Devin Archer said that the then-vice president brought the most value to the brand, quote-unquote, the brand. His words, particularly in a deal with Ukrainian energy firm Burisma, where Hunter Biden was a board member. Remember, from the confidential human source that the FBI had the write-up from that they hid and they wouldn't, they wouldn't show it to any member of Congress. They didn't tell anybody that was investigating Hunter Biden. They didn't let anybody know about that federal form. Was it the 1023 form? Remember what was in there was that the Burisma executives said that, I believe it was the Burisma executive, said that Hunter Biden wasn't very smart. Okay, that, and that, that does seem to be the case. But they said he wasn't very smart, and so he's not the asset they don't really care about him. The key is who he's connected to. And so the proof, it's sort of like, you know, like when you kidnap somebody. I mean, not you maybe, but like a friend of yours back in college, whatever. But it doesn't matter. You know, you kidnap somebody and uh, you're trying to shake down their loved ones for the ransom. What do they always ask for? Right. They always ask for proof of life. They want to make sure the person's OK. And what's the point of that? Well, it, otherwise, you could be just scamming them. And far be it for me to suggest that the Burisma energy officials in Ukraine might have a little knowledge about scamming people and how to avoid being scammed. But they were like, hey, you know what? We want the equivalent of proof of life. So they said, we want give them a call. Let's see. And maybe Hunter didn't even need to be told to do that. Maybe he just offers it up to show I can get my dad on the phone whenevs. Right? That's the key. Russ with the tweet saying, Sheriff Joe is also in charge of distributing the trillion-dollar stimulus bank bailouts under Obama to, you know, make sure it went to all of the right folks. That's right. That's right. Also... Um, seeing this here, the Weather Channel, very, very excited, not about the tornadoes or anything, but no, they're excited that the president is going to sit down with the Weather Channel's Stephanie Abrams to discuss our changing planet. So he does do interviews. Look at that. He's doing an interview with the Weather Channel. Stephen Miller, not that Stephen Miller, Stephen Miller writes for spe- uh, for The Spectator, he says, uh, well, Joe's had several conversations about the weather, so this one does track. That's, that's true. That's what, well, see, that's what Democrats are saying, that that's all they talked about. Would you, you know, shall we talk about the weather? Shall we talk about the government? No. You're only doing one of those if you are Joe Biden on a conference call with the Burisma officials. You're talking about the weather with your son, Hunter, that you love very, very much. That's why you take his call at any time. And, you know, he puts you on speakerphone and you're like, hey, what's going on? You know, Chinese energy executives. How's the weather there? Okay, good to talk with you, son. It's a, they're just talking the weather. 
That's why they booked the Weather Channel. He just he loves the weather almost as much as he loves ice cream. You think he's kidding? You think I'm kidding? I got a whole fridge upstairs. Right. So, Vice Pre- uh, then Vice President Joe Biden communicated more than twenty times with Hunter Biden's business associates. That, according to one of the business associates, Devin Archer, who testified to the HOA committee, the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. His testimony was a clear contradiction of the president's repeated claims that he never communicated with his son about international business deals. Fred Lucas, writing at thedailysignal.com, says, according to the committee, Archer testified that Burisma would have gone out of business if the brand had not been attached to it. The brand. This is, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but every now and again, and I, this is what my dad calls a God wink, I think. I mean, well, if he doesn't, I'm calling it a God wink. Because just as the media defense of Joe Biden has been using, uh, or they sort of like, uh, they, they, they've been trying to hammer out the talking points, you know? That's how they come up with the, yeah, they were talking about the weather. Right? The talking points go out. Obviously, some, you know, Democrat official, uh, you know, at a comm shop someplace. You know, they send the talking points out. Literally, they send these talking points out. And media, uh, being the, you know, the dutiful water carriers for the Democratic Party that they are, they then regurgitate these talking points. And the brand of Joe Biden has been one of the talking points. I noticed it. I want to say, well, I guess it would, it would have been about two weeks ago now, maybe three. And I covered it. I talked about it. It was a mainstream media, you know, legacy media outlet that was talking about Joe Biden's brand. And we mocked it. We mocked it because anybody who has paid attention to who Joe Biden is was fully aware of what his brand was. And I'm not talking about the uh, the rehab that he underwent when Barack Obama picked him as the Veep. Mm-mm, no, we all knew who Joe Biden was long before that. Right, This was a guy... Right. Who smeared the truck driver that was in the accident that killed Joe Biden's wife and daughter. Oh, and also Joe Biden was the guy that got sworn into office in the hospital at the bedside of his two sons who were recuperating from the car crash. So he uses that as a photo op. This was the guy that challenged an old man to a push up contest. Look fat, he said. I challenge you to push up condoms. This is the guy that that inappropriately uh, gropes and fondles young children that get anywhere near him. He sniffs their hair. He gets all up into their personal space as if he is related to them. He went skinny dipping in front of female security, uh, uh, secret service agents, I should say. Um, made them uncomfortable, right? Joe Biden, who had to bail on his 19, what was it, 88 presidential run because he got caught in just lie after lie after lie and some plagiarism thrown in just for good measure. That's the Joe Biden that everybody that has paid attention to politics at the national level, that's the Joe Biden we all have known. Right. He's he's not very intelligent, but he thinks he is. He sees himself as this Kennedy like figure and he's not. And he's not. And so this is the third term of Obama. So anybody, most people know this. Most people know this. And I've already outlined, like, it seems very clear to me that what occurred 
at the end of the first Obama or the second, I should say, the second Obama term when uh, it became apparent that Hillary was the next in line. Right. Succession dictates that she would get the chance to be president because, you know, Barack Obama did an end run around her earlier plans and then she had to wait eight years. And Joe Biden was setting himself up for retirement. And he used a model that Democrats have used before, right? He hooks himself into a, uh, a college-level program, a, you know, housed at some university where they give it some stupid name like they did for John Edwards while he was laying in wait for his next presidential run. Or the Clinton Global Initiative, right, where they got paid by all of these foreign entities in order to come do speeches, get all their travel paid for, right? This is the grift. So we all, like when you look at it now, it's very clear that that's what they were lining up. That's what they were setting up. And in fact, Hunter Biden talks about it in some of the messages and emails that were recovered from his laptop. The Biden family's involvement caused people to be intimidated about messing with Burisma. That's the point. That's the purpose. That's the brand. That's the Biden brand. Do you remember the WhatsApp message that Hunter sent to the Chinese official? Promising, you know, the wrath of the Bidens. I will never cease to not hold a grudge against you. You know, you better send us our deliverable by the end of the night. You better call me directly and not one of your underlings. I'm sitting here with dad. And don't you cross us. Right? That's the brand. That's always been the brand. From the stupid story about corn pop to the stupid story about the 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 stroking of the leg hairs in the pool to the the stupid threat that he's gonna take Donald Trump out back, oh, take him out back behind a schoolyard and give him the old what for, you know. This whole tough guy bravado bullcrap that Biden spews, that's the brand. Would you be afraid of Joe Biden physically if you encountered him and he seemed angry at you? Seriously. I mean, even in his prime. Even in his prime. I think either Zuckerberg or Elon Musk could take him. By the way, what's up with that? Are those two actually going to fight? I think I saw that Musk is now saying that he's got a surgery or something that he has to, he's got to do. And then I think I saw Zuckerberg say like, oh, well, he has to wash his hair or else he totally would do the cage match. And then one of the others was like, oh, well, my mom says I can't or something. I don't know. I'm not sure what's happening there, but why? I think we get Bill Gates in on some of this action, right? Right. Let's see if the uh, the bug eating, soy gulping uh, diet is is good for fighting. Good, you know, is builds them up for the long term. I'm just curious. That's all. I mean, if we're going to do this, we should do this, right? Grand, have a, a battle royale. That's what I'm saying. Cage match, battle royale. All the tech bros in there. I don't know. Does Vivek Ramaswamy want some of that action? He seems pretty fit. I think he could yeah, I think he could hold his own. That's always been the brand for the Bidens. And that's why it is hilarious to me that the media defense of Joe Biden is like, oh, you know, these Republicans and they're pouncing and they're seizing. It's they're looking to chip away at Joe Biden's brand as a family guy. And I'm like, that's his brand? You think that's his brand? Oh, that's adorable. That's adorable. But lo and behold. NBC out with a story today. 
All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organize the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, because being prepared is just smart. The Heritage Life Skills event brings education and vendors from all over to help people do just that. I was honored to be able to be a small part of it. And whether you're an experienced prepper, have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Let's see here. Bob says, Pete, do you know why it appears... No one has called Tony Bobolinsky for his testimony regarding Biden's participation in Hunter's business deals. Also, I would add, it's just it's just terribly fun to say his last name. So, I mean, a hearing where people would just be like, hey, Mr. Bobolinsky, Mr. Bobolinsky. It's just fun. Anyway, um, I am not sure why. Bobolinsky has not been called for his testimony. Uh, I have heard references to it in various other appearances from other witnesses. The I think the whistleblowers mentioned his name, the IRS whistleblowers. Uh, they were aware of his testimony, I want to say. Um, I'm not sure, though. I can do it. You know what? Hang on a second. I'm making a note. Note to self. I don't actually write while well, I'm writing it right now. Note to self. Bobolinsky. And then I'll Google it during the break. Um, I watched Tucker Carlson's interview of Tony Bobolinsky in 2020, and he claims to have documentation of meetings with Joe that prove Joe was very much involved with those deals. Well, yeah, I, he was the one that identified Joe as the big guy. Going to hold, you know, H is going to hold 10% for the big guy. H being Hunter. 10% meaning 10% of the cut, and Hunter holds 10% for Joe. That's what Tony Bobolinsky said. It, Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty straightforward, but also, here's another one. Devin Archer says that the vice president at the time, Joe Biden, had coffee in Beijing with Jonathan Lai, or Lee, L-I. Jonathan Long Island. The CEO of BHR. That's another one of Hunter Biden's business ventures in China. Joe Biden also wrote a letter of recommendation for college for Jonathan Lai's daughter. So tell me again how he's not involved in the business. Otherwise, why are you meeting with this guy, having coffee with him? I mean, are you that interested in the weather? Really? Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm just. Just wrapped up in it. It's just one of my hobbies, like chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, I just love ice cream and I love the weather. Looks like I'm all out of ice cream. As vice president, Biden also dialed into a dinner in Paris with his son, as uh, who was joined by executives of a French energy company. Man, Hunter Biden is some sort of energy expert. We need to put him to work on, you know, protecting our, our energy infrastructure. He seems like he really knows what he's doing. In 2014, the then-Vice President attended a business dinner with Hunter Biden and his associates at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C. Elena Baturina, a Russian businesswoman, 
who was the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, was one of the attendees at said dinners. The Oversight Committee said, quote, Notably, the Biden administration's public sanctions on Russian oligarchs do not contain or affect Baturina. I wonder why. There were niceties. That's what Representative Dan Goldman, Democrat out of New York, that's what he says the calls between Joe Biden, his son Hunter, and Hunter's foreign business associates may, strangely, be the most accurate thing the freshman congressman has ever said. They were niceties. That was the description. Jonathan Turley, who is a George Washington University Law School professor. I've been reading a lot of his stuff because he's been doing great work on all of this. But here's the thing. It's a lot like the mafia making statements like, ah, shame if anything happens. Like, those are just helpful observations, right? Niceties. See, it's just like a mobbed up guy coming to your storefront and he's empathetic. These are expressions of empathy and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, approval. Like, oh, you got a nice business here. Oh, man, and worry, concern. Oh, it would be a shame if anything happened to us. See, that's all. That's all that is. That's not, there's nothing else to read into that. The almost two dozen calls detailed by Hunter Biden's close friend and former business partner, Devin Archer, during a closed-door interview on Monday with House Oversight Committee uh, members intended to show that Hunter Biden could deliver his father and to support what Archer called the brand. Hunter had no relevant experience or appreciable business skills, but he had the vice president on speed dial, and that's the key. The selection of Dan Goldman as the only committee Democrat in the interview was kind of ironic because Goldman was a Democratic staff attorney when the House impeached Donald Trump in 2019, largely on the basis of a single telephone call to the president of Ukraine over Burisma corruption. Now, Goldman is calling for an immediate end to any other investigation. It's like a comical display of denial and deflection. Goldman helped demolish Biden's longstanding defense a couple of weeks ago. I played the soundbite, remember, where he was asking the IRS whistleblowers who said, you know, Hunter received special protection from their criminal investigation and he trips the wire and actually ends up getting them to state on the record that, oh, no, yeah, the president knew all about his son's business dealings. That's what that's indicative of. Oh, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, so Hunter Biden wants to do business. Okay, fine. The new spin is to admit that Joe Biden did, in fact, speak with Hunter Biden's business associates, but they only exchanged niceties. That's all. That's it. They were just talking about the weather. As John points out, maybe they were talking about whether they were going to send him his bleeping money or not. <laughs> 